Could high school students power the world's next financial operating system? Charles Hoskinson says, indeed. And Project Catalyst, now the largest decentralized innovation fund on the planet, we've got the deets on how to get involved. And the Cardano Foundation getting involved themselves through focused challenges. Plus, YouTube content creator and stake pool operator Paul of Cardano with Paul joins us to take our Spitfire round of questions. Jam-packed show coming your way next on your Cardano Update. Hello, Cardano ecosystem. What a time to be alive with everything going on. It is a pleasure to be here with you today for a show that is sure to have something for everyone. It is the 23rd of February, 2021. I'm James Kiever, and as most of you already know, I'm one of three with United States of Cardano, a high-pledge competitive Cardano stake pool that has never missed a block rewards payment ever. Please consider staking with us. United States of Cardano, our ticker is USA01. All right, and now for the news. Charles Hoskinson took to Twitter today through Periscope to address what high school students in Wyoming are doing and how they have more capability where they're set up today than our current financial system as it is today. You know, I see Janet Yellen and I see a lot of these dinosaurs like Rubini and Paul Krugman. And I see the BIS, I see SWIFT, I see the banking system. I, I sent a wire transfer out yesterday and uh, now secretary's on hold on the phone because the damn thing won't settle. Uh, and it's going to be 45 minutes of arguing somebody over the phone, or I can go to the bank and I have to wait till Friday to go in because of COVID stuff to even talk to a banker to get them to resolve it. And then they have to get on the phone and argue with their own people. This right here allows instant settlement anywhere in the world, any amount of money, any level of security and compliance that you want to put in. There are high school students in Wyoming, and I'm going to show you. Got it right here. Let's share my screen. High school students in Wyoming that are running this infrastructure. Look at that. That's not expensive. A high school is running this in Wyoming, a small one. And that is a better financial infrastructure than the one the world is currently running on. And everything is programmable. Anything you want to do. You want to put identity in the transaction, you get identity in the transaction. You want to put metadata in the transaction, put as much as you want, whatever you want. You want to put contracts on the rails. Okay, we got some contracts. You want to scale up the privacy? Okay, we can do that. You want to scale down the privacy? Okay, we can do that. You want to make the settlement contingent on a collection of things happening? Okay, let's do that. And it runs on this. That's a Raspberry Pi he's holding there. It's a single board computer, also known as an SBC, and has everything you'd need to run a computer, a processor, graphics, memory, everything all built right in. They come in many flavors and retail for a fraction of what traditional computers would cost. They've become increasingly popular among enthusiasts, and we've covered stake pool operators in the past who are using them today. They could very well prove to be the future backbone of tomorrow's financial networks. Speaking of another network of sorts, way ahead of its time, Project Catalyst, the decentralized, self-sustaining, self-governing experiment designed to enable continued development on Cardano, has seen four times the growth this fund 
compared to Fund 2, and registration isn't even closed. Those interested have until March 3rd to get their registration in, and if that seems a bit daunting or intimidating, you're in luck. The Cardano Foundation released a Project Catalyst user guide that covers all the details, from information on idea scale to the registration process to actually voting. It's extensive and written on a level very easy to understand, and we'll link to that in the description of this video. The user guide isn't the only way the Cardano Foundation intends to get involved with Catalyst. They're introducing the Cardano Foundation Project Catalyst Challenge, where they intend to grow and evolve Cardano by working with fund winners, ensuring fruitful and completed projects. The Cardano Foundation released an article with a lot more information and guidance that we'll be sure to link to, but the basic gist of it all is this. The Cardano Foundation envisions this whole thing to look something like the application process for a TEDx organizer's license. Charles Hoskinson did a TEDx talk called The Future Will Be Decentralized, and if you haven't seen it, you really should. It's second only to his whiteboard video, and we again will link to that in the description. Last but not least, Paul, you probably know him from Cardano with Paul, has graciously agreed to come on the show and take a bunch of our questions. If you're not familiar with this guy, maybe you were raised by wolves or just under a rock, just playing. He's all over the place and recently celebrated an incredible milestone for anyone in the Cardano community, especially when it comes to content creators. Paul with Cardano with Paul. It's a privilege to have you on the show. It's great to be here. Thanks very much, James. So let's start with how people probably know you best from your YouTube channel, uh, Cardano with Paul. You've only been doing it for like three months now, and you just surpassed 20,000 subscribers. How on earth did you pull this off? Oh, it's crazy times. I think that there's so much interest in Cardano. There was a timing factor that when I started it, people were just looking for that content. But there's a lot of hours outside of that that people don't see on screen of four or five, six hours a day, kind of talking to people outside videos and just spreading the awareness of it. Yeah. Well, just for some context, uh, Charles Hoskinson has 86,000 subscribers. Kaizen has 14.8,000. Big Pay has 8,000, 8.7, 4,000. Journey Crypto Tony, he has 227,000 subscribers. And it's just, and you've got like 21,000 subscribers. It's just, for me, it kind of blows my mind that there's that many people out there interested in all this YouTube content. Yeah, it's great to see so many people coming in, looking at it. And that is a factor in the growth. We see every channel that talks about Cardano right now is getting big growth. And you look at Reddit, like they crossed 100,000 members in January. It took, I think, 41 months or something like that to get there. And then it took 41 days to go from 100,000 up to 200,000 members, which is just mind blowing the, the numbers there. Yeah, it really is. Now, Paul, you also run a stake pool. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, I run a stake pool under the ticker Paul as well. So um, I originally started the channel to do some tutorials around how people can get involved with staking and stuff like that. And seeing the people liked all that content. So that's kind of where the channel really grew from there as well. It was to go along with the stake pool because I've been holding Cardano since 2017, early 2018. Some people think I just recently got involved, but I'm holding part of my bag that long as well. So it's, I'm not just new into Cardano. Yeah, I wonder, um, have you paid more than a dollar for Cardano from back in 2017? 
back in 2017 are probably, I'm not sure. I need to look back on all of my orders. I had a lot smaller bags back then, kind of I've more than doubled my Cardano bag last year. So mm-hmm. I'm, I must look back and see what my highest buy is. That would be a good one. Yeah, I mean, that's worth an NFT if you ask me, because I, I did pay, I think I paid $1.15 once, like way back then when I was really on fire for Cardano. But uh, going back to your stake pool, uh, we've got a K parameter adjustment coming up, and uh, you might be approaching saturation. Have you thought about how you're going to address this? Yeah, I thought about what to do with this for a while, and I am going to be looking at a second stake pool now as well, because I'm at about 25 million at the minute, and 32 is going to be the new level. So I will be opening a second pool, and I debated on this because there is a thing about should people only have single pools or multi-pools, but I think if someone's putting enough of value out into the ecosystem and providing value, then there is a, a case for having more than one pool. So I will be having a second pool, and I don't know if what your thoughts are on it, but um, I think there's if someone's doing something good for the community, they should be able to open a second pool. But if someone's just spinning up multiple pools and doing nothing for the community, that's where I think there's an issue with multiple pools. I appreciate you bringing that up, Paul. And I just want to go on the record by saying I do think there's a responsible way to spin up a second pool um, and to spin up other pools. Um, I don't think it's to be running a whole bunch of pools right out the gate. But, um, you know, this is an internal conversation we at United States have also been having. Uh, with the K parameter adjustment coming up, you know, it's uh, we're going to need to make some adju- uh, decisions here soon. So I uh, appreciate what you've, uh, you know, talked about. And um, yeah, so with the K parameter adjustment coming, um, it's going to drop the saturation point for every single pool on the network. There's been a lot of chatter about input uh, output adjusting the A not parameter. Now, this has to do with the pledge by the stake pool operators for a given stake pool. Now, right now, it really doesn't matter what a pool's pledge is, but this adjustment could change that. Paul, what are your thoughts on this? I think it's a very hard one to decide what's right. It's kind of a double-edged sword. By making pledge count, it means that stake pool operators have to have more skin in the game, essentially, that you have to have a bigger pledge to ensure your delegators get proper rewards. But by doing that, you do alienate others from being able to open up a stake pool, especially with the price that we've seen of Ada now. It's becoming more expensive for stake pool operators to open a pool. So I really don't know what the right balance is there. It's... It's not a decision I would like to have to make personally. It's um, and it's for bigger maths brains than me to work out what's right, yeah. and what works for everyone. You're absolutely right, especially considering developing nations. I mean, are they going to be able to compete? So I'm going to switch gears here and ask you to totally speculate. Uh, and for the record, anyone watching right now, you cannot hold Paul to this. I'm putting him on the spot. Paul, when Coinbase? And what the heck is going on here? Is it like CryptoVisor says, lots of ETH holders running the show and they know what Cardano is likely to do? Is it because Coinbase is preparing for an IPO and they have bigger fish to fry? I mean, what do you think is going on here? I I really don't know. It's it's a question I get at least 10 times every day now at this stage is when Coinbase. And it's kind of, I think it is going to happen. I've given up kind of speculating on when that's going to happen. My view on it is that 
Coinbase are a business at the end of it, a business that charges lots of fees for transactions. So eventually they are going to list Cardano because they can't keep ignoring them and all of the volume that's coming into Cardano. Like Cardano, as well as being up there in market cap, they're one of the highest transaction or daily transactional volume for the coin now as well. So Coinbase aren't going to keep ignoring that. Even if we take technology out of it, like Cardano deserves to be listed there. But taking all of that out, Coinbase as a business can't ignore it any longer, really. I'd say in the next few months, we have to see a listing there. Yeah, I agree. All right, Paul, last question. Are you into any other crypto projects or are you all in on Cardano? I'm not all in on Cardano, but obviously with all of the hours and everything I put in, I am heavily into Cardano. Bitcoin and Cardano make up the big, big majority of my own portfolio. So when we seen the big dips like yesterday, they weren't just as bad for me as people who are holding kind of smaller coins that might have taken a bigger hit. I'm fairly confident with what I have. I do hold a bit of Ethereum and Polkadot as well, as well as some BNB. They're kind of the the only ones that would count in the portfolio. And I know that brings into question, well, Cardano Channel and still holding small amounts of Ethereum and DOT. They are a lot smaller than my Cardano holdings, but I don't see one coin winning out. I think that there's no one Ethereum killer. Each of these projects have their merits and each will have their own market share in the future. I'm obviously betting a lot heavier on Cardano, but no harm in having some of the other ones too. I hear you. Paul with Cardano with Paul. We've got your pool information, your website, your Twitter handle, all right there on the graphic. If anyone would like to stake with you or find out more, Paul, we really appreciate you calling in today and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks very much, James. I really appreciate your time and the great content that you are providing the community. We'll talk again soon. It sure is a real privilege to be able to serve the Cardano ecosystem with our newscast. The support we get from the community, each arm of Cardano and developers, it ultimately makes this show possible. And for that, it's important you know we're very grateful. If you've got any feedback or need to reach us for any reason, you can do so on one of these channels. If you've enjoyed today's show, liking the video and subscribing to our channel helps us bring you more Cardano-related content. And if you're a huge fan and would like to know how to really support us, the best way, arguably, is by delegating your Cardano to our stake pool, United Stakes of Cardano, ticker USA01. You'll be rewarded every five days with Cardano, and it never leaves your wallet. Staking is a super safe way to make passive income, and that's really the magic of Cardano. Passive income coupled with compound interest, earning money even while you sleep. And we'd love for you to consider United Stakes of Cardano, ticker USA01, when you do decide to stake. Okay, at the top of the show, we told you about Barry, a stake pool operator who's using Raspberry Pis to operate his stake pools. And if you missed that episode and would like to know more, you can simply click right here. Thanks again for watching the show, everyone. I'm James Kiever, and that's your Cardano Update.